0: Time to get some reaction from you. A lot of news over the last couple of days. A lot of reaction football wise with Ron at the Combine, DeRon Payne being franchise tag. Sam Howe QB1. Get in on the fun right now, 301 230 0980. That's how you get to us right here on the Team Night. And streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. And of course, the breaking news this morning Jalen Carter, one of, expected to be one of the top picks in the draft with an arrest warrant out. And Chris, as you've Uh, research there during the break he did actually get to meet with some teams last night but he has indeed left the combine as well
1: yeah that according to a couple of reports from down there at indianapolis all the reporters were kind of huddled around at the podium where he was expected to talk and then that news came out which isn't surprising i mean uh you know everybody remembers how sad that incident was i i gotta be honest with you i read a lot about that incident Uh, When it first happened and in the ensuing days, and I remember Georgia, the, like, university officials being like, you know, this was was not on our, you know, this was not an authorized, like, you know, athletic venture or whatever. Like, this was, like, they were trying to distance themselves from what happened here because they probably knew some, if not all, of what happened or what led to it. Like, they were trying to distance themselves because, well, as we keep talking about with Dan Snyder, what happens when you have a lot of money and you're involved in something? There's a very good chance that you could be sued. Right? Mm-hmm. So Georgia was like, whoa, 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 whoa. But I don't remember hearing, quite honestly, until recently, about like Jalen Carter being involved in this. Right. I mean, we all knew the two victims, recruiting analyst and... Uh, the offensive lineman, but maybe I missed that part of it, Pete. I don't know, but this is, I mean, I gotta be honest with you. You can PR pro me to death. Like if Jalen Carter walks into my room and you want me to take you at number one, man, you're
2: going
1: to have to be convincing right now. You're going to have to jump through a lot of hoops. In order to get me to buy into that, I'm sorry.
0: Let's go to the phones 301-230-0980. Gunther from WWE coming up 25 minutes, bottom of the hour. Keep it locked in right here. Line one, Jeff's in Vienna. He gets us going on a Wednesday morning. What's up, Jeff? Jeff. Choosy mothers, choose Jeff. In Jeff. three, two, one.
1: I, I think we left Jeff. Hey, I'm here. Oh, oh there he is. There, is, there is. To the rescue. Sorry. That's uh, all right.
3: So, my. My daughter works in the academic support center down there, tutoring students in accounting. Sure, yeah, um, she doesn't have many. She doesn't have many football players, mm-hmm. but I think it's been a poorly kept secret that there was a drag race involved in what was going on. Um, I drove by the side of the crash two weekends ago, and there's like an eighth of a mile long strip of teddy bears and crosses. And, I mean, it's bad. It's, it's really, really bad. And, um... You know, there was a, a guy from the football staff on the scene of the accident before the cops even got there. So um, the thing I, I'll take away from this is that young lady blowing a point i I'm like, man, oh, man. And, Chris, kind of the, the counter to your point is, you know, man, we were all stupid when we were kids. Um, if if we'd had cameras and TikTok and Everything when I was in high school, you know, destroying a mailbox is a federal offense. I'd probably be doing twenty five to life in the slammer, right? It's a fair point. <laughs> <I've realized.
1: laughs> I mean, I so. ne- I never did that, but I was perfect, you know. So uh, maybe yeah. you maybe you weren't yeah. yet, but I was perfect. Yeah,
3: and it, it it's just sad for everybody involved, and you know that the offensive lineman that was killed was going to be in the NFL at some point in time. The young lady's family is going to get sued from here to one end of the world and the other, and it's just all very, very unfortunate, and, you know, the stupidity of 21-year-olds, really, as much as anything else. Um, whether it's Jalen Carter or not, it doesn't really matter. It, you know, and the guy in, in <laughs> the guy in Alabama drove a gun to a crime scene, and he didn't ask the guy, hey, what are you going to do with this gun, you know, type right. of thing. Right. So. Um, it, it's just unfortunate, but on, on to, to better stuff. Um, when you had the the first guy on this morning, there there's almost always one charge that goes with mail fraud and it's called wire fraud. If, if they were moving a money around through, you know, I don't know what the statute is on wire fraud or not, but mail fraud isn't a big deal. You get nailed for wire fraud, you're going to jail for the most part. So there, there's a lot of moving pegs on this thing, and um, I, I just think, I was talking with Matt, it, it's probably good that Red Zebra doesn't own you guys anymore, so you can say whatever you want to and call out whatever you want to at the same time.
1: You know, I, I'll just speak for that. I, I mean, look, you always had to walk a fine line to some degree because you knew who you were working for, but i got to say this for Dan. Now, now, his henchmen would come in and, and really get angry with me when I would break stories that they didn't want me to break or when I would say something that they deemed unfair. Okay. But Dan himself or anyone from Red Zebra to, like, our boss never, like, made an, a specific order, hey, you can't say that. You can't touch on that. You can't talk about that. You well, can't criticize good. Dan. Good. And, I mean, I I'll I, I will and, be fair and say that. Now that doesn't mean, again, that you could just say whatever you want because you remembered always where you were and who signed your paychecks. So there is an inherent like balance that you have to find. Yeah, that's good.
3: And from a uh uh just my selfish perspective any idiots thinking they were going to trade for T. Higgins, time to go home and pound your sand and uh, go find your own wide receivers. They were told yesterday. So <laughs> I like I, have a, have I like that day. comment.
1: I I I enjoyed yeah. that quote. That was a, that was a good one. <laughs> ah.
3: I'm I'm not here. I'm not here to make other teams better. Go yeah. find your own wide receivers. I so like that. Have a great day, guys. All right, thanks, yeah. Jeff.
1: Appreciate you. You too. Buddy. It's going to
0: lie to Jeff's in Stevensville. What's up, Jeff? Hey, sir! Great show as always. Thank you, Jim. Um, the one Appreciate point you. I have, like, um, the
3: one point I have about the the, the young man from Georgia is, and, and we're still learning a lot. But he left the scene like his his teammate,
4: mm-hmm.
3: his friends were in a car wreck, and he drove away. Mm-hmm. He didn't even stop. It doesn't appear to to try to help them or or anything, and. That's a hard question to overcome when it comes to a character issue and drafting a person that high in the draft.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't doubt. I mean, I think that's yeah. I mean, here's the thing: did he did he flee because he knew, you know, he might further jeopardize his own situation? We don't know what that group was out doing. Um, You know, could there have been possible alcohol consumption? That's always a huge question mark when someone flees the scene. Of, of any accident or crime or anything like that in that case, that could have a, I mean, look, if if you add potential DUI on top of it, you know, that just adds another humongous layer uh, on top of this. So, uh, to your point, I mean, uh, you're exactly right. When you flee the scene like that and you don't offer to render aid to someone or even call, as, as we know it, they didn't even call 911, mm-hmm. you know? Nobody in that car called 911. So... You just saw a teammate and someone in the car, people that you interact with, go driving off the side of the road, mm-hmm. and you didn't bother to stop or call. That brings in to other questions about the, the potential, as we talked about, Chris. I mean, he could have easily blown you know, somewhere over the legal limit. That would have gotten him in further trouble, I mean, especially if he was operating that vehicle,
1: as is alleged here. Th- this, is, this is why I think it's going to take him more than a good PR pro. Because there's just things here that we don't know that we can't conclusively prove that I would be scared to death of if I was the Chicago Bears or, um, you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, the Houston Texans almost have to take a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Colts are absolutely going to take. a They're quarterback.
0: talking about trading up to number one to take right, a quarterback because so, they can't guarantee that somebody right. won't
1: leapfrog them. But but my, I, I but if you I know can make one more yep, point absolutely sorry. Uh,
3: I'm sorry, sir. Uh, The final point I'd want to make is, is, and if he has a good lawyer, he's not really going to be able to answer these questions to the NFL teams either.
1: Right. Um, Exactly. They're going to button him up. No question. That's a good point. Yeah. They're going to button him up. But, 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 but here's, here's the thing now guys, right. Uh, As just, as we kind of talk through this, if somebody showed up and all lawyered up and I I can't comment, can't comment, can't answer. uh, I'm sorry, sir. I, I was advised not to answer. You drafting that guy. Top three, top five?
0: The film. I don't
3: see where I could
0: draft that. Right. I mean, but you know what, though? Jeff, appreciate the call. There are. Thank you. Chris, you know, there are some general managers that will simply turn on the film, watch the film, and will say, you know what? Correct. We're going to work with Jalen to make sure that. Correct. You know, he understands going forward that, you know, you got to behave in a certain way, you got to be professional, and. In situations like this, you can't panic and do uh, these types of things, because there's there every general manager feels they can. We see we see so many instances of it. How many guys that fail drug tests or uh, you know steroids stuff like that get second chances? Every general manager, oh, we can fix him. We can fix him. We're gonna make sure he's okay. We're gonna put things in place that are gonna help him overcome this. Yada yada. Some guys do work out, and some guys don't. But every general manager right now is thinking, you know what? We can, we look. This is this is not this is I mean, this is a terrible tragedy. But we can fix him. He's a great football player. We can add him to our mix. Our veterans will welcome him in, and they'll they'll take care of him. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the discussion that's going on in a lot of football buildings right now. Especially if you can't come to your, if you can't sit in your room with your scouts. And everybody, and, and get a consensus. Okay, if we don't take Jalen Carter, mm-hmm. who are we taking? That's the ultimate question. It's fine. Right. If we that's, pass on Jalen Carter, who are we taking in this spot?
1: I mean, my answer to that is I'm, I'm getting out of there. Well, <laughs> you know? I would agree 100%. I'm getting out of that tricky wicket. You know? We are um, trading down. And is it sticky wicket or tricky wicket? Sticky wicket. Sticky wicket. Sticky wicket. I I screwed go figure I screwed up an adage. You are you are the you do err on cliches a lot. I, I do. Uh and and I I just called it an adage instead of cliche, right? I mean I'm such an idiot. Uh, you can cut that up too and put that in a promo. Uh, did I miss? this? I didn't say that. You did. No, I didn't. No. I. I, I who makes? But, but, more, but, but who I mean, makes am I wrong? Am I wrong? You've covered this league absolutely. long enough. You've talked
0: to personnel a- people, coaches, everybody. Absolutely. There, there's 28 coaches out there, and general managers probably think, oh, no problem. We can, we can handle yep. it. We'll take Jeff. Oh, somebody, and, you know, somebody's, you know what's somebody's gonna going to to
1: draft him in the top five. You know what's no going to happen, Chris? He's going to slip in the draft. Yeah. Is he going to slip uh, more than uh, Laramie Tunzel with the with the bong mask? <laughs> Bong.
0: Think about it in theory. What is isn't what happened here with Carter a lot more dastardly in a way than what happened with Laramie Tonson. Oh, of
1: course. Of okay. course.
0: Do you think Carter's gonna fall that far? Yeah. No. Exactly. No. Exactly. I,
1: I would I would guess, I would guess he's he it's gonna top happen? five, I would, you know I gonna would happen? have a strong hunch that he goes top ten.
0: He's going to go late in the top 10, maybe even to the early teens. And it's going to be awkward. But McShay, Kuyper, whoever's working for NFL Network, Daniel Jeremiah, those guys, they're all going to talk about, well, you know what? Certainly
1: character issues
0: that are obvious. But, boy, is this a great value pick at number 13
1: to what, Team what X. If, what if he goes in number 16 to the Washington Commanders? If they weren't franchising Payne... I'd say that maybe by a possibility. Then, by, maybe by then they traded Payne. That's a possibility. Did I miss this? Uh, this is from the Associated Press, and maybe I didn't. Um, Commander's owner uh, Dan Snyder's future is on the agenda, for sure, for discussion at the upcoming committee meetings in Florida, ahead of the annual NFL meetings in Arizona in late March, according to the Associated Press, uh, and a person familiar with the docket. The person spoke to the Associated Press on the condition of anonymity because he wasn't authorized to release the details, said voting to oust Snyder. If he chooses not to sell the team remains a possibility. They're going
0: to get rid of him. That had been speculated that it might make the docket. Right. But this is is
1: before the league meetings at the end of March. This is the committee meetings in Florida. Correct. I'm sure at a very low rent, like...
0: (laughs) Fancy... Motel, uh, you the, know, the,
1: like the one I stayed at they, in in, uh, in, in St. Cloud, Florida, when bring, I went to Bringing go visit. in
0: Denny's Catering, yeah. Yeah. you
1: know, the one I stayed at was nice and clean, new and modern, cost me $125 for the night, and I was pissed.
0: Well, it's Florida,
1: I, exactly. I was expecting like a $65 uh, uh surcharge. Your boy was a little what do the junkies say, Rick, about uh having to spend that kind of money. Just saying.
0: I mean, what were you expecting, Chris? I was. Expect- it wasn't like it was, you know, Battleboro, had- Vermont.
1: No, I mean, I in St. Cloud, Florida, on a Tuesday night. I kind of. It's Florida in the, in the winter in the middle of February. I kind of expect to spend seventy dollars. No.
0: The hell you expect to get for seventy bucks? Sleep in your car. Sleep in your car for I seventy dollars. I almost did that. I'm Just saying. I almost thought about that. No, you don't do that. You got a full time job. Okay. You shouldn't
1: sleep in your car. All right. Okay. Get a full-time <laughs> job. It's not $10 an hour. Coming from the guy who wakes up at 6 o'clock in the morning, works 14 jobs, then drives to Pennsylvania, and then drives six hours in a snowstorm home and gets home at 4 in the morning yep. to get back up at 6 in the morning.
0: Yep. The good news is I don't have to do that this week. Got potential of five games in five days, all in Annapolis at the Naval Academy. Attaboy. American winners last night over Bucknell. Attaboy. They will travel to Annapolis for the Patriot League quarterfinals on Thursday. Coming up, we'll take more of your calls and talk to Gunther from WWE, the Intercontinental Champion. Joins us at 1130 and then, of course, Dumb Dumb of the Day. I have Dumb Dumb of the Day today. Yes. You're going to love it.
1: I get the day off, baby. Because it
0: involves one of my favorite subjects. Fast food. 301-230-0980. If you want to sneak in a call before Gunther joins us, you can. Right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Five minutes away, talking to Gunther from WWE, the Intercontinental Champion. will join us, part of the big card on Friday. Capital One Arena, WrestleMania, right around the corner. All that and more coming your way next. Let's go to the phones, Three one two three zero zero nine eighty. 30980 AC's in Silver Spring. What's up, AC? How you doing, fellas? Thanks for What's taking up, my BC? call.
5: Thanks for making it. I just want to say, I-, I love this show. I think you guys are the tag team champs. You have great chemistry. You are both individually excellent, but you are more than the sum of your parts. That is so kind.
1: Very nice of you. Thank you. But! But! There's always (laughs) a but. But, Russell, you talk too much. Russell, you're an idiot. Russell, you smell...
5: Russell, it's about you. I can always tell when you hit them higher octaves when you are dead wrong. And, brother, you are dead wrong about this QB1 situation. That's great. It's much ado about nothing. Let me use your airwaves and speak directly to Sam Howell for just a moment. Sammy, don't you get too deep in the fur coats, and cigars, just because Russell is trying to make this a bigger deal than it is, you are not Joe Burrow just yet. While I was on hold, I checked my calendar. It's March 1st. It's March 1st. Who is QB1 and two in Tampa? No idea. Who's QB1 and two in Vegas? No idea. Who's mm-hmm. QB1 and two in San Francisco and Green Bay? Mm-hmm. No. Idea. I guess the part I'm getting at is QB 1, 2, and 3 depends on who's on your roster. And those are indications about where those people are in your depth chart. What really matters is who is the starter, who is the backup, and who is the emergency quarterback. We don't have those answers right now because those things don't matter until August. And September, right now, you don't have a QB2 or a QB3. So if Sam Howell is hearing you saying he's the undisputed heavyweight championship quarterback of this football team, and he starts buying fur coats and cigars instead of getting in the playbook and living with the enemy and trying to figure out what's next, we're going to have a problem. But if he hears Ron's message the way he should be hearing it, he's hearing Ron say, this is your opportunity to seize the reins and make something happen for yourself. That's all QB1 means. It's March first. I, I, I'm I'm with you. QB1 means nothing to me.
1: I just wish the head coach would stop saying it. And you, you, all those other situations that you cited, you're right. Guess what? They, they don't have a QB1. A, they don't have a QB1. B, they don't have a head coach running around to telling everyone who will lap it up like a lap dog uh, th- that that it means anything and, and that some guy is QB1. Uh, th- that's all I'll say. But Todd Bowles doesn't know if Kyle Trask or Blaine Gabbert or somebody else that they sign off the scrap heap is going to be number one. So he ain't saying somebody's going to be number one. Just because they're under contract doesn't mean they're going to be number one which is Pete's point was he's just saying it because he's the only quarterback under contract, which I get. I get. It doesn't mean that he's QB1. It doesn't mean you have to tell everybody that.
5: He's QB only, though. Everybody knows this. I know. That means it's his opportunity (laughs) to prepare. I know. If I'm him, I roll up a sleeping bag, I put my finest boxer briefs and my best T-shirts in a duffel bag, and I'm at the enemy's crib helping him move in. That's what I'm doing if I'm Sam Howell. I'm not worried about what the coach says about QB1. I'm trying to ensure that I know everything I can know from the beautiful mind that will ensure that I'm QB1. Regardless of who's bringing in. But what I'm not doing is hanging out with Danny Mervis and trying to get some new diamonds. That's what I'm saying.
0: That's exactly and right. If Paul be- hears it correctly, <laughs> that's, he's in <into> the money. That's <laughs> Ronnie Mervis, by the way, AC. Ronnie Mervis. But well, that's okay. I
1: love it. Point made.
0: I love it. <laughs> 301-230-0980. <laughs> call. Let's get Paulie in here before well, we get uh, to. I, th-
1: I think we're going to have to hold off because we might
0: have to hold off on paulie because yeah. i think gunther is ready to go I see the, i see the phone on maddie's ear Yep,
1: exactly he is uh burning up the phone lines look at doc walker over there smiling because he knows we're rocking it out with the intercontinental champion of the world
0: pleased to be joined now by the wwe intercontinental champion gunther gunther pete madhurst chris russell here in dc appreciate a few minutes this morning how are you man
1: I'm good. How are you?
2: Thank you for having
1: me. Yeah, we're doing great, man. Excited to have you. When they told us yesterday the good news, I was like, my man. My man's going to be, I mean, you're already the Intercontinental Champion. Dude, you're going to be main eventing and the WWE Champion. Hell, you might even be the one to beat Roman Reigns at some point this summer (laughs) to take it all down, to end the streak of all streaks, baby. Welcome aboard. Glad to have you. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Well, let's let's see what happens, right? But like you said, uh, I'm I'm focused, fully focused on being the Intercontinental Champion right now, and yeah, hold on to that as long as possible.
0: Gunther, some of the greatest in the history of the industry have had the Inter- Intercontinental Championship belt. Just what does it mean to you to have ascended uh, to this part where? Uh, they believe your championship material and obviously a guy that uh, they continue to build uh, terrific promotions behind, like uh, we'll see you here Friday night at Capital One Arena.
2: Oh, well, it's a very rewarding accomplishment, uh, I would say, um, especially, like you said, uh, in the Intercontinental Championship. Um, besides, our main uh, championship is maybe the, yeah, the most prestigious one uh, in the company. Um, such a long history. And like you said, so many names were able to put their stamp on it and to be in line now to yeah, put my own twist on it and leave my, yeah, do my part to its history is, uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, it comes with it comes with a lot of pressure and responsibility too, but that's what I like. That's how you grow, and yeah, that's great.
1: Tickets available right now. You can get them. Capital One Arena Friday night. Of course, it'll be nationally televised on Fox. SmackDown hasn't been here in forever. Raw's been here a couple of times uh, in the last couple of months, but the Intercontinental Champion Guther, uh, with us here on uh, the Team 980 and worldwide on the Odyssey app. Um, So you've been the Intercontinental champ for 263 days. You were the first man in the Royal Rumble, the last man out. You were eliminated ultimately by Cody Rhodes, who wins and is going to face uh, Roman Reigns for the heavyweight championship. Um when you just going back to that match in San Antonio I watched every second of it it was an amazing performance by you and and many others but by you specifically how ridiculously hard is it to maintain your focus your energy your strength what all the things that go into over I, I think you were in the ring I don't know a little over an hour or, or right around an hour or something how hard is that to do
2: Um well for the average person it's impossible to do but that's what we that's what we prepare for um, right. it's obviously it's obviously yeah taxing that's like stamina energy um all of that um you got to be strategic with it a little bit um but also that's what i prepared for um that's what my other two imperium members uh, ludwig kaiser and giovanni vinci prepared me for we uh, spent like lots of time in the ring uh, up front uh, and it paid off uh, at the end of the day. Um, and those situations, I tell you, that's when I, yeah, that's when I can fulfill myself. I want to be in the ring and I want to be, yeah, if in the Royal Rumble match. As soon as I heard or got told that I'll be in there, I was like, okay, I hope I'm going to be number one because that's the... That's the ultimate entering spot you wanna have for a Rumble because if you can make it till the end, yeah, you make yourself a legend. There's no there's no doubt about it. So, and I wanted that challenge. Um, almost worked out, um, but I, at the end of it, I was still very happy and pleased with it, like with how it all went down. Um, and yeah, aiming to win the next one I'm gonna be part of. You know, we talk
0: about this with athletes all the time, you know, working out, how do they maintain their fitness? You guys are traveling so much. I mean, this is this is as big a traveling road show. There's very, there's no home games usually, you know, for for any of you for the most part uh, in all of this. How do you maintain your fitness and your your level of athleticism that you have because look, let's face it. Every night you got to deliver but there's so much travel and everything that's involved in this. How do you maintain that top-level fitness to make sure you're giving your best each and every night? A uh, new city, new audience, trying to show them and get them aboard uh, as supporters of yours.
2: Um, Yeah, it is challenging, but I think it's all about, like, in our profession, it's all about finding your routine with it when it comes to your training and your, your your nutrition. Um. I gotta say the Yeti cooler box is a lifesaver <laughs> because that's usually the <laughs>
4: the
2: thing that keeps us uh, above uh, above sea level. It's like uh, we bring our own meals for the for the whole trip, which mm-hmm. is usually four days. Um, that's what we eat basically, um, and then we work out before the in between traveling um, and the the shows itself. Um, but I tell you this: at the end, at the end, it, it is. What I tell this to my family or older friends or something what our routine is for them it's absolutely crazy but for us it's our profession it's what we do day in day out. Mhm. Um, if there's if there's a day where the nutrition is off or there's a or I don't work out for a few days that's that's when I get itchy or I feel like oh man you're not you're not on top you you got to do it so over time it becomes part of your yeah, of your ritual, almost, uh, if that makes sense. Yeah, uh, um, but it is, but it is also like that's like the that's a, that's like the thing where it's like hard, mm-hmm. is like balancing out the overall exhaustion. I would say because you want to give it you all in the gym, obviously working out, but you want to give it you all in the ring as well. Um, but it doesn't matter who you are; your central nerve system can only give that much, and I think that's the real challenge to, yeah, balance it out a little bit so. You at your best at all the times.
1: The WWE Intercontinental Champion, Gunther, is coming to Washington, D.C. and Capital One Arena this Friday night, along with Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes, and many, many other WWE superstars. Tickets available, of course, through Capital One Arena, the box office, and uh, Ticketmaster and all that good stuff. Uh, And he's joining us here on the Team 980. You can follow him on Twitter at Gunther, G-U-N-T-H-E-R, underscore A U see um so like um and people don't realize what you guys kind of go through right you're on smackdown um you know, I, I assume you live. Most of the guys live in Tampa or Orlando. You don't have to tell us exactly where, but I assume you live there. They fly you up to wherever the city is, uh, and and maybe on that's on Friday morning, Thursday night, whatever it is. And then you guys have to kind of drive in cars or whatever it is to the next couple of house shows, and then you get to go home. Uh, that's kind of like Pete was saying. That's kind of tough, not only to maintain your physical peak shape, but also just mentally being on the road and, and grinding and being, and having that mental wherewithal to perform night in, night out while your body is taking such a pounding. And I know you're such a badass that you kick everyone's uh, butt, but, but I mean, your body still takes a pounding along with all that traveling.
2: I mean, of course it does. I would say often the travel is like the thing where it's like, because, um, yeah, like you mentioned, that's, that, that's how it is. Um, I live in Orlando. We fly out usually first at the night.
4: Mm-hmm. Then
2: there's SmackDown. And then we usually drive by car. But sometimes right. there's flights in between, too, depending on where the live events are. And that's like often the thing where it's like you get out of the ring and, and you spend three, four hours in a car when you drive mm. to the next yeah. town. And, and then you get out of that car. And everything is tense, obviously, because the body can't move, and <laughs> because I, I, because 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 I just I just guess from like a um, recovery standpoint standpoint the uh, the ideal choice would be maybe move around a little bit, mm-hmm. or run it out, and stuff like that. But we're not able to, able to do that. That's just uh, that's just not in there. Um, so it's it's it, it is taxing, but it's like also on us to really stay on top of our bodies and. Maintain them also, not just phys- like looks wise, also like uh, health wise. Uh, and I think I, I, that's also what I gotta say. I think right now, we're at a really good point at that, where in general, where you see everybody in the roster really looking after themselves and uh, taking that seriously, their recovery process and looking after their bodies and stuff like that. Um, yes. But, yeah, I always feel bad when I, like, mention, oh, this is so hard, or this is so hard, because at the end of the day, that's what we all choose to do. That's our profession, and we all do it because we have a – we want to, we have a passion for it. Right. uh, Yeah, it's a a great life. It's a rewarding experience to, yeah, experience that life. Um, Yeah, and I plan to do it for a much longer time. How much
0: did your time in in places like NXT UK and things of that – Help you kind of develop, you know, a as a performer, uh, and more importantly now to where uh, you're obviously one of the, the the top guns in the best per best per promotion uh, in the world right now. Uh, because I'm sure there had to be some some people along the way uh, that certainly helped you out a, a, and got you your start, uh, and obviously now been very beneficial to you and where you've you've risen to uh, within the profession.
2: Um. Yeah, I gotta say in NXT UK it was like a special situation because, um, after I signed like a year, I would say two years later, the lockdown happened. Right. Um, and, and especially in, in Europe, the lockdowns were more like they were time wise, they were, were more extensive than they were in the, in the States, for example. So we had, I think we had almost like a full year or even like a little bit longer that we, we wrestled in front of nobody. In a TV studio in London, and uh, that, and we taped uh, the NXT UK episodes. Uh, so there was very limited factors to actually, yeah, have a storyline or have a program mm-hmm. and get fan reactions. And I would say during that time I was working under under Shawn Michaels, and I think the, yeah, I think the the, 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 the biggest thing I would say Shawn did for me in that time or gave me to to really grow as a as a wrestler was. Like give me responsibility and be like, okay, you're you're the champion now. Mm-hmm. You gotta make you gotta make something out of that on your own a little bit. And I, yeah, I took the chance and gave it my all. And I think it's always those high pressure or un- uncertain situations or uncomfortable situations that really make you grow when you just yeah, when you just get on it, fo- fully commit and just give it your best. I think those are the those are the best experiences.
1: Supposedly they love you behind the scenes uh, and why wouldn't they? I mean, uh, again, you're a terrific performer. Uh, the WWE Intercontinental Champion, Gunther, is coming to WWE SmackDown and Capital One Arena on Friday night. Get your tickets available. Nice enough to join us here on the Team 980 and the Beck QL guest hotline. Uh, before we run out of time, uh, listen, uh, Pete, my co-host here, is a huge Ric Flair fan. I mean, We're all Ric Flair fans, right? We play the woo. woo. Yeah, we play the woo and everything uh, when Whenever we like what somebody says, right? Um But you have—we you, were talking about this before you joined us. You have the signature chop. I, I'm not going to ask you where yes. you came where you came up with that, but how do you think it compares to Ric Flair's signature chop? And if you are in a chopping contest with the Nature Boy, who <laughs> who would win?
2: I think. Mean- at the moment now, I think I can I can confidently say that I would win this <laughs> right now. Um, but, but but the but the but the one thing I actually proud myself because there was always a thing in WWE because Ric Flair made that chop so yeah. popular that when yeah. in every match somebody would chop the opponent, the whole audience would go woo, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so 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 it was always like a thing of like ah. Uh, Don't do chops because you only get a woo. And I always said, like, no, I will not get a woo for my chops. I will get a different reaction. And it actually works out. So that's something I'm kind of, like, proud of that I was able to Making my own.
1: You know what? That's a good point. I didn't even think about that, right? The fans don't really over, you know, overdo that. I mean, I guess you get some. Uh, I get a pork chop. You get a chop that actually destroys somebody, you know? I mean, that's the kind of <laughs> the kind of chop that I do is like a pork chop, and you just, just <laughs> mutilate people, uh, which is awesome to see. I mean, it, it's great. Uh, one last thing before we run out of time. How much does uh, – I mean, you also run with, you know, some of the other guys, Imperium and what – like – Single and you know, an individual superstar versus working with a group, and you get to kind of do both. How does that help you? What's the difference? Um, uh, and, and and kind of where do you see that whole thing heading?
2: Uh, I mean, for me, for myself, I like to be with people that I'm close to, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I know, I know Kaiser in, I don't know way more than 10 years, um, since 2007 or something. It's almost yeah. It's almost uh, coming close to twenty years soon. Yeah. Um, so he's and he, so he's like he's one of my longest friends, uh, my oldest friends I have, and uh, Gio is the same. I know him for years now, and just being able to do all of that when we talked before, like the workouts, the travel, to do that as a group, that is that lifts a burden off your shoulders mm. because you can actually. Yeah, you don't have to do it on your own. You always have somebody to yeah, you can talk to. You can be like, Hey guys, I need help here and stuff like that. Uh you can yeah mostly in the car, it's often like keeping us mentally at bay, if that makes sense, because that's also another factor in this business where it's like it's not like every other job where things are always stable and stuff like that. Things change in wrestling all the time. So that that's something we keep us mentally at bay, which is very important. Um so I wouldn't want to do it without them,
0: dude. This was awesome. Appreciate you taking some time for us this morning. Uh, hope you guys have an awesome uh, promotion on Friday night uh, down at Capital One Arena. Can't wait to have you back in uh, down the line uh, as well. Continued success, champ, and appreciate the time today.
2: Uh, thank you very much for having me. And yeah, if you if you're in on Friday, uh, enjoy. Uh, I'll be there almost ringside Gunther so I'll be I, maybe I'll be there wooing you, you.
1: Uh, I'll be I'll be the geez. fat radio host in the second row okay
2: you, you better don't woo for me
1: Thanks Gunther appreciate You're, it uh good yeah, luck on, on the road to WrestleMania and of course Friday night SmackDown. I, I
0: love doing these things you know why because we get to. You get to see the real life person yeah. who some of these guys are too. You can see this dude is so impressive. Yeah. Okay. He's a, a beast. Oh, he is. I mean, he's There's not no like,
1: like like Brock Lesnar is a maniac beast. Günther is just a badass. Yeah. That's just the best way I could describe him. If I you mean, haven't seen.
0: Him. If somebody told me, we'll give you a hundred dollars to take one of those chops. Mm. I'd probably pass for a hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, wow! Did yeah. you hear? That?
1: Oh, I'd I'd have to take I'd have to get a little more compensation than that. I mean, those chops I, oh. I I I think they are worse like he said right now, of course. Well, Ric Flair's 75 years old or whatever he is. Of course, Gunther right now.
0: His, but size, in his though, and his strength, man, I think Gunther's got a lot more, even more coming behind those chops. Oh yeah. That's
1: what I'm saying. You know? In in their primes, Gunther, I mm.
0: Yeah. Love it. And I'm glad he does it. It would be easy to not do it because it's such a signature for yeah. Ric Flair, but I think it's I think it's awesome.
1: And we got that little side story which I didn't really think about. I like it. that. It's I like
0: fantastic. Three one two three zero zero nine eighty. Dumb dumb of the day is right around the corner. Chris tells us what's trending.
1: All right, so as we talked about much of last hour, and at the beginning of this hour, if you missed any of it, hit the Odyssey Rewind feature on the Team 980 projected top five NFL draft pick and pass rusher Jalen Carter from the University of Georgia is now the subject of an arrest warrant, uh, which accuses him of racing Uh, Another car uh, that ultimately led to the death of teammate and offensive lineman Devin Willock and recruiting analyst Chandler LaCroix down in the Athens area just after the Bulldogs won the national championship. Now, according to multiple reports, Carter is still in Indianapolis, subject to medical testing, met with some teams last night, however, did not, did not speak to the media as was originally scheduled. The family of Kobe Bryant, Vanessa Bryant, his wife and widow, reaching a $28.5 million settlement with L.A. County over a lawsuit involving pictures taken at the scene of the fatal helicopter crash that Killed Brian, his daughter Gianna, and seven others. And we haven't touched on this yet. The Caps late night last night, re-signing veteran defenseman Nick Jensen to a three-year deal. That was after trading Eric Gustafson and Marcus Johansson away in separate deals yesterday. Caps in Anaheim late night tonight over on the fan. And that's what's trending.
0: There was a guy just walking by on the sidewalk outside. He looked like Joel Embiid a little bit. But I know it's not him because he's not quite as tall as Joel Embiid. And Philadelphia is not here. So, that in itself would
1: be great. You see a lot of things that I don't see with my back turned to the window, which is probably why I don't see it. Uh, I was telling Grant Paulson that we were breaking down his walk up the alleyway yesterday, that you were fixated, that you were just, well, it's just like, all of a sudden, it's like, boom, out of my, right. in my visual field, here came Grant Paulson. And I told you where he was going, mm-hmm. and I told you what he was eating, mm-hmm. because nobody knows Grant Paulson quite like I know Grant Paulson. We love you, Grant. I knew exactly what his lunch was, deviled eggs, and a diet soda, and I knew exactly where he was going, the local sports bar around here, uh, and, uh, and, and, and I just know Grant Paulson like a book. I should... I shouldn't be married to him. Um, I. <laughs> He's I, already I, It's, almost, it's well, I'm saying Breaking it's almost news. like I'm married to him. <gasps> I'm not I'm trying news. to take him. I'm not trying to take him away from his lovely bride. I'm just like it's almost like I'm. I, I know him that well. Hey. We've been, you know, we've been boys for like 14 years. I mean, like I know you. You're gonna, you know, you know my habits, and I have some horrible habits. You're gonna have your can of red coke or your bottle. In this particular case, you're gonna eat pop tarts. I know you. Chocolate fudge
0: was the flavor right. of the day. Just like I know Grant. Right now, it's time for...
1: It's time for Dum Dum of the Day on Russell and Methurst.
0: I don't know what it is about the Sunshine State. My family was just there and had a nice time in a place like Panama City. But this type of chicanery didn't happen to them. However, however... In beautiful West Palm Beach. However, it's not impossible to see an alligator in Florida when you go there, right, Chris? You've been there multiple times, obviously. Oh,
1: there's lots of alligators.
0: Now, I've seen an alligator have to be rustled up in a fast food parking
1: lot. Wait, rustled up or wrestled up? Rustled up. Ooh. is a rustler, like a cattle rustler. Oh, I thought I popped out of the car and just grabbed my... my my 24-inch pythons. I bet you you could
0: make a lot of money working for the Florida Game Division Mm. doing things like that. Mm. I'm sure there's some hazard pay involved. Mm. However, however, don't get pissed off about your fast food order and take it out on the Wendy's drive-thru. How about this? Good old Josh James was arrested and charged with a deadly weapon without intent to kill. Now, I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill. It's interesting, but I understand it. I get right. it. Okay. What did he do, Chris? At one twenty in the morning. Uh, okay. He drove his pickup to the drive-through Wendy. Wendy, <laughs> the drive-through <laughs> window <laughs> at Wendy's.
4: <laughs>
0: After the employee handed the guy his drink. He then threw the alligator through the window and drove off.
1: What? Wait a yes. second. Wait, wait, wait. Back up here. Not back up in the drive-thru. He had the alligator with him in yes. the car? Yes. As he went through the drive-thru yes. Like, hi, I'd li- like, I heard you last night when I called you to tell you, hey, can we have Gunther on? Uh, you know, here's the... I heard you. Yes. Uh, can I, I have a number two with uh, curly calls fries. Me.
0: I love Russell. He calls me to, to ask who can we can have on the show.
1: Well, you because it's because it <laughs> <laughs> because it's Russell and Menders, not the law firm of Russell and Russell.
0: So. Yes, I was in the
1: Arby's drive-thru line at the time of your call. And the conversation spurred into, oh, they have curly fries. Crinkle fries. Crinkle fries. I said, where are you that you're getting crinkle cut fries? I didn't know Arby's had crinkle cut fries. See, look at that. I gave you something. I gave you a nugget of information you didn't know. So the dude just had the alligator in the car and he threw it at the guy in the drive-thru
0: window? (laughs) In the drive-thru window and drove (laughs) off. Fortunately, no one was hurt. Wildlife officer Nicholas Guerin captured the alligator, released it into the wild. They said James was tracked down through video surveillance and a purchase at a neighboring convenience store. Remember, people, there's cameras everywhere. Yes. Okay. Guerin wrote that James admitted throwing the alligator. He said James told him he had found the alligator on the side of the road and put it in his truck. James's mother told a local TV station her son's actions were quote a stupid prank he does stuff like this because he thinks it's funny she said he meant no harm and had no problem turning himself in no one answered the door at the homes listed
1: to the James family, he meant no harm. So he and a, a nice young man. I meant no harm. So I'm going to turn myself in after throwing an alligator into a drive-through window. It was window. a three and a
0: half foot alligator that would likely weigh about twenty to thirty pounds,
1: and its hard body could deliver quite a jolt if it struck someone. How did he? I mean, how did he like grab him, grab him and not get bit, and then? throw him from presumably the passenger seat. I mean what was was the alligator just swimming around in the in the passenger seat? Did he have a seatbelt on? Like how does this work?
0: I'm sure he didn't have a seatbelt on. Did he on give him some
1: french fries before throwing him out the window? Uh, yeah,
0: that's probably not what I'm ordering going through there.
1: Inquiring minds
0: want to it's, know. It's usually a it's usually a frosty or bust for me. So,
1: you Frosties know. Frosties are good.
0: So there you have it, friends. Don't pick up an alligator on the side of the road and throw it through a Wendy's drive through window. They will find you.
1: Well, congratulations. You're Chris's dum-dum of the day. No, 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 no. You're Pedro's dum-dum of
0: the day. That's right. Thanks to my guy, Steve, who passed along that story. Thanks, and Steve. it was, um, you know, my penchant for fast food, baby. I'm all in. Speaking of fast get food. get some fried alligator. You could do that. Have you ever had fried alligator bites? I have not. Oh, those are good. Good? Yeah.
1: What do they taste like? Chicken, chicken. bites? Okay.
0: Tastes just like chicken. All right. Got to
1: get them breaded, I'll, though. I'll stick with chicken.
0: I got You got to get them breaded.
1: <laughs> I'll stick. Something about, like, alligators and frogs and all that stuff. S- I'll stick with chicken.
0: Speaking about fast food, Doc and Scott, Burgundy and Gold today, coming up next right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app.